I'm going to get the lady. The great city playboy. They're always around to help build your hope up and help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. So now you're in it, and now you won't bag out. Welcome to Blazing Ride Backstage. It is Thursday, February 25th, 2016. You're checking in with your smoking nephew, and I'd like to welcome the Sade to my batter and wah, Mr. Jonathan Weeks. Mr. Jonathan Weeks, how are you, man? Good, how are you, man? What's going on, man? <laughs> um. That was terrifying. Uh, all right, so, uh, <laughs> boy, what a rough start tonight. Um, well, where where the hell were you, bro? Right by it. Where were you? I don't know what I was doing, man. I don't know. <laughs> all right, uh, moving on. Um, what what's what's going on, man? How mad? How I mean, first off, what what ha- what was last night, and how mad is Jay at me? <laughs> well, yesterday was awful. Um, we uh, no, it was it was okay. It was your regular little get together for a birthday party, but you know it was only two people. It was only me and uh, Jay and Julian. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like this, this big party, and uh, you know I I waited half an hour, almost forty minutes for them to show up. I thought this big entourage was coming in, and it was uh, two people. <laughs> so, yeah, I was under the impression it was a big party, and uh, uh, no wonder Jay was so pissed off when, when I said I couldn't uh, come on a Wednesday, because he's like, oh, Ryan, don't tell me that five days before. I assumed that he wasn't going to have something in the middle of the fucking week, so I would said, yeah, I should be able to, because I figured it was on a Saturday or something normal. But it's not. It wasn't. And part part of that is probably because Julian's uh, schedule, because he's you know this this guy that Weeks and I know, Julian Kmart Mosley. Uh, his his schedule <laughs> opens up his uh, Tuesdays and Wednesdays, but the other days are not so open. But I don't know, man. What 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 happened? Tell tell me more. Um. All right. So they were late. We went to this place called the Social Club or something, the Elm City Social Club. Uh, mm-hmm. It was on College Street, uh, which I guess is a fairly new place. Uh, it was nice. We had uh, a couple drinks, some dinner, and we just talked about, like, random stuff. It was, like, uh, you know, discussions about ambition and dreams, and it was it was an odd conversation to have on a birthday, you know, because it was, like, serious conversations. And then another guy came in, and I had no idea who he was. He said hi to Jay, and then he left. And then another guy came in, and the same thing happened. So this guy sat down next to us. I don't know who he was. I don't think even Julian knew who he was. And um, I don't even remember his name. But uh, it, it was all right. You know, I stuck around for about two hours. I had to get going because uh, I had to go back from uh, New Haven to Harper. So it was a bit of a trip. It was, it was all right. It was, it was good to see those guys. To celebrate Julian's birthday, I I I don't think Jay was angry that at all that you, you couldn't make it. 
I think he kind of understood. Um, uh, I thought Julian was a little uh, slighted a bit, uh, you know. But I did tell him, you know, the drink on you and then whatnot, and uh, you know, he was happy about that. And um, I think they just wanted to kind of get together again. That's about it. Hold up, <laughs> Julian. Julian was slighted. Uh, I think I think he felt more slighted than Jay. I don't think Jay was really even angry about it. I thought Jay was like. Um, Disappointed, but I think he understood because I told him, you know, short notice and, you know, it's Wednesday. And he's like, yeah, yeah, we'll get together. We'll do something in New York or something like that. And Julian was like, oh, I mean, this I- is what Julian was about. Julian wants to be on the radio show. I didn't bring up the radio show at all. He was like, man, Ronnie's not going to put me on the radio show. He, you know, he told me to. Six months ago, he was going to put me on the radio show. He told me it was going to be January. Now it's the new year already. He hadn't even told me about the radio show. You know, I want to talk about all kinds of things about the radio show. Blah, blah, blah. And then uh, he is demanding to be on the radio show. Listen, he's going to be on the radio show. Here's what happened. (laughs) This agreement was made at a karaoke bar in the middle of the night um, where he was just like, yo, Ryan, I just want to like, just get, get together and just shit talk with you. And then like, uh, I said, all right, how about like the, um, first week in January? And this is before the holidays or anything. So I say that at the time. And then the, what happens is the first Thursday in January rolls around and you and I are about to do the show and right. Julian, he texts podcast, no good. And I had kind of, um, I didn't realize that it, we had set a hard date on that. I thought it was just, you know, kind of a vague thing that we were going to do uh, at some point. Um, and he also didn't want to call in. He wanted to make sure he's here for the show. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so his so his audio is decent, unlike tonight. With oh, the, he mentioned that. Yes, he did mention that. So this is the irony of the thing. Here I am. I'm trying to escape the show, and all of a sudden, Julian brings up the show and talks about it for, like, almost uh, 35, 40 minutes about <laughs> being, you know, kind of slighted about the show, not being on the show, wanting to be on the show, not getting his chance, wants to talk about everything. Uh, you know, it was it was funny because he was, like, really excited to be on the show. And, um, you know, I, I don't understand what, you, what you're saying, and... But it was weird. It was like, you know, this guy's <laughs> birthday, and all he's doing is talking about the goddamn show. I don't understand why he thinks people listen to this show. They do not. I don't know how many times I need to say that, but yes, of course, of course he'll come on the show. It just, at the time, that first week in January was not good. Uh, that first Thursday, just based on I didn't, you know, we didn't have a conversation about that before, like that night, before the night of the show. So um, we, uh, so then I said, yeah, we got to set a date. That's the last thing I said about it. Yeah, we got to set a date. And, um, and, and then obviously, you and I have a hard enough time uh, getting together for the show. Um, First, first five minutes of tonight's show, case in point. Uh, (laughs) Uh, and, and that's and, my fault. I, I, I fully apologize for that. I really, I, yeah, you're right. I was taking a nap. <laughs> I, just admit you're taking a nap. I don't. 
anything else that you could say would be like worse. But just the fact that you <laughs> fell asleep, that's the best case scenario. It's a very terrible uh, excuse, but yes, I was thinking of that. I was, uh, you can still kind of hear it, but uh, yes. Well, listen, this, here's the thing. First off, of course, Drew, and now, especially now, I'm going to, you know, message him right after this and be like, oh, let's do uh, next week or something because I didn't realize he felt so slighted by it. I didn't realize that was such a hard date. I thought it was just uh, kind of a, you know, uh, a placeholder or something. We were just saying some vague date just you know, for when we wanted to do it. So I, you know, apologies for that. Um, if that, you know, that we didn't do it in January. And then the second thing is that I would have come to New Haven if it were on the weekend, but it was right. on right. a Wednesday. But I totally would have come if it was on a fucking weekend like I thought it was going to be. Right, and uh, let me let me add, you know, I apologize for missing the show today as well. And then, uh, uh, and more importantly, Jay, I don't think was angry at you because John Murphy, who promised to be there to, yesterday, didn't even show up in the two hours I was there. And did he ever show up? You think? That I don't know. But when I left at about ten thirty, I mean, late, uh, he didn't even show up. Here's another thing about that is Jay was mad at me. Ryan, don't say you're not going to come five days beforehand. But then I thought about it. Um, he was best man for John Robert Wallace's Murphy. Doesn't go to the bachelor party in Puerto Rico that he gets me and everyone else to go to. Then right. he, he doesn't come to the wedding rehearsal. He shows up on his motorcycle an hour late. You know, it's like, right. okay, he's one to be talking about. Don't tell me something five days beforehand because, I mean, that was, you know, that that was something. And that the best man at least should be there for the rehearsal, let alone the bachelor party. The best man, I agree. But yeah, there was even a discussion about that at some point about um, reliability. Julian was bringing it up. I think, you know, it was more about talking about his, uh, his own, like, situations, especially with his, his family and his friends and reliability and, you know, being mm-hmm. a reliable friend and doing and delivering what you're saying and deliver, and make, you know, delivering your promises. And uh, somehow I got to that kind of uh, issue. And uh, they were talking about friends about doing what you're supposed to be doing. And there was a lot of uh, hinting at certain things. And I, I thought it was a little weird. And yes, you're right. Because I, I was thinking about that specific uh, Twitch too, where Jay was calling everybody about that uh, <laughs> after party. He yeah. got me on board, and then uh, he didn't even do it. What are you talking about? He did it, but you didn't come. But he didn't go either. Never mind. Right, I, exactly. I got I to uh, hang on a second, Weeks. I just have to take care of something real quick. Um, can I uh, – w- good evening. Uh, welcome welcome to McDonald's. Can I interest you in uh, one of our new chopped Angus salads or 40-piece McNuggets for a dollar – uh, but up, 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 I'm loving it. What would you love tonight? Oh, 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 oh boy, we love Nevada. We love Nevada. Thank you, thank you. Oh, this is a great place. Thank you very much. Great evening. We will be starting for a long time tonight. Hey, have a good time. Have a good time. You know, we weren't expecting a, a couple of months ago. We weren't expecting to win this one. You know, 
right? <laughs> Who the hell is this? <laughs> is this Al? We weren't expected to win too much, and, and now we're winning, winning, winning the country. And soon the country's going to start winning, winning, winning. We're going to win. We're going to win. All the volunteers. They've been so unbelievable. The people, they work, they work so endlessly, endlessly. We're not going to forget it. And hey, we've had some great numbers coming out of Texas and amazing numbers coming out of Tennessee, Georgia, and Arkansas. And then in a couple of weeks later, Florida. We love Florida, so we're going to do very well in Ohio. We're beating the governor. It's always nice to beat the governor. And Michigan, the whole thing. Yeah. It's going to be an amazing two months. And hey, we might not even need two months, folks, to be honest. So tonight, we had 45 46%. Tomorrow, you'll hear them say, you know, that if they could just take the other candidates and add them up, and if you could add them up, because you know the other candidates amount to 55%. So if they could, they keep forgetting, you know, that when people drop out, we're going to get a lot of votes. You know, they keep forgetting. So I want to begin by thanking my boy. <laughs> Eric has been all over the place making speeches. He's getting better oh than me. Oh, my so, You know, I'm getting a little jealous. And Don, Don went to, well, you were all over, right? Hey, he loves the right stuff. Yes. This is serious rifle. This is serious NRA, folks. Both of them. Both of them. We love the Second Amendment, folks. No one loves it more than us. So just remember that. And Corey and Hope, the staff. The whole group, and Charles and Dan, and what a group we have. Hey, I just want to thank a couple of friends of mine that are here, the owner of this incredible hotel, Mr. and Mrs. Phil Ruffin. Stand up. Great guy, Phil. Phil said, Donald, like for the last three months, he's driving me crazy. Donald, I want to put $10 million in your campaign. I said, Phil, I don't want your money. I don't want to do it. I'm self-funding. Every time I see him, it's hard for me to turn down the money because, hey, that's what I've done all my whole life. I grab and grab and grab. You know, I'm greedy. I want money, money. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what we're going to do, right? We get greedy, right? Now we're going to get greedy for the United States. We are so, we're going to grab and grab and grab. We're going to bring in so much money and so much everything. We're going to make America great again, folks. I'm telling you, we're going to make America great again. And another another great friend of mine, someone someone respected by everybody, a great friend of Phil too, Mr. and Mrs. Steve Wynn. Stand up, Steve, stand up. Two great people. Steve Steve's always calling me. He's always got advice, right? Donald, I think you should do this and then his advice I like to listen to. I'll be honest. So Phil, Steve and family, we appreciate it. You've been great friends. Thank you. Thank you. So this was this was very exciting tonight, but I'll tell you it looks like we won by a lot evangelical. I love evangelical. I have to tell you, Pastor Robert Jeffries has been so incredible. Oh He's been great. Even at Liberty University. Do we love Liberty University? Jerry Caldwell Jr., an unbelievable guy. And he's been with us from the beginning. And I want to thank Jerry and his family. It's been amazing, the relationship. So we won the evangelicals. We won the young. We won the yeah. old. We won the highly educated. We won the poorly educated. I love the poorly educated. I love We're the, the poorly educated. <laughs> We're the most loyal people. And you know what I'm happy about? I'm happy because I've been saying it for a long time. 
Forty-six percent were Hispanics. Forty-six percent. I won with the
Right, like, Saint you know? Saint Reagan, as they call him. Right, don't you call him Saint, Saint Reagan? Saint Reagan, I, I you know, but I don't even know much about him, so I don't, you know, I don't, I don't even know if he is really that great of a president as everybody says. But he's more respected, <laughs> him, I think. <laughs> um, uh, well, I was just referring to major fucking crises going on in the eighties, but not not the president. But uh, let's um, do, do you know? Jesus Christ, Weeks, what a messy show so far. What, what, do you know what time it is? Oh, my God, it's the Hot Mess Awards. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. I can hear you. Yeah. Can you hear me? Uh, I, I I feel like Weeks is lying when he says he can hear me. Can you hear me? I, I can barely hear you. Can you smell me? Let oh, me... I can smell you. Ooh, gross, bro. Can barely can hear me. Can you smell me? me? <laughs> too uh, much. Yeah, too much. I'm trying to figure out all this gadgetry. You know, I've entered the 21st century and finally gotten a smartphone. But then it occurred to me because I didn't bring my iFuck pad. Can't stand that oh. thing. Uh, that I wasn't going to be able to look at the... Jokes? Jokes and talk to you. And then I remembered that there's that Bluetooth thing in the car radio system. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So I entered your number in that, and it synced up to my shit, and we're talking, and I'm reading, and we're talking, <laughs> and I'm reading. So are the jokes appearing on a teleprompter in your car is what you're saying? No, Ooh. they're on the phone in my fucking hand. <laughs> Gross, bro. Where where are you? Uh, I'm down in Florida. I'm sort of parked in an area that's Known for its nefarious wanderings of men in the late night hours. Ooh. <laughs> watching the not quite full moon. Not watching the not quite full moon, but it is gorgeous, sort of glistening on the water as it's slowly tumbling and rumbling towards me. Mm. bro. Mm. Yeah. That sounded hot. <laughs> yeah. I got. I, I got an erection just now. Ooh. Yeah, me too. That's in my other hand. <laughs> Who have you got for us tonight for the Hot Mess Award, sire? Well, the first one is obviously me. For sitting in the cooling part of the beach and talking to you with a phone in one hand and my dick in the other. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get a lot of lurkers around there, too. I hope. <laughs> And who's your second hot mess? The second hot mess, you know who? Yeezy? You know who? Kanye? Yeah. Well, it's as much for his, like, fucking publicity machine. I mean, how the hell How the hell do you end up, I mean, it's it's working for him, obviously, to get Dr. Phil to fucking go off on him on the James Corden show the other night? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You saw that? No. Yeah. That's some crazy shit. 
<laughs> Why? What happened? That's the crazy shit. Well, Dr. Phil basically what he was attempting to say in 18 different ways was he's crazy like a fucking fox. He said, how many mistakes do you have to make? And he just keeps making mistakes. But yet, who's the first person that points out the mistake? Himself. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. so he just says it's all publicity. It's all like, you know, just one stunt after another. And somehow, when you look at some dude like Trump, it seems to be working for a lot of folks. Just say <laughs> he, what you say. Do what you do. <laughs> one thing leads to another. Trump just called in. in. Yeah. Uh, and who, who is your final hot mess, sire? Uh-oh. It could be me again because I just lost the jokes. Let Uh-oh. me scroll. It's okay. Oh, Lord. Wait a minute. I got to put down the dick and use two hands. <laughs> oh, I hit that go back key. I hit it again. And I hit it again. Oh, no. There it is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Damn. Really? Oh, no. Okay, what were, what were we doing? I'm sorry. What, your third hot mess, your final hot mess. Oh, didn't I sing the ballad already? Ooh. I thought I, I did that. Oh, okay, was no? that it? <laughs> no. Oh, I don't know, he? did I? Did I? <laughs> I did he? I heard Kanye. Oh my God. Going on? I just, Kanye. I just Kanye peed. and Wizard. I just peed, did he? Did he? <laughs> All right. Want to open up the joke pack? You guys. Oh know. wait a minute. There's a lurker. Hang on a second. <laughs> hey, hey. Yeah. Cue the strings and the horns. It was very catchy. All right. Weeks, you lose. I'm feeling a little. I'm feeling a little. I'm feeling a little like Chelsea Handler the other night on one of the talk shows when she was high as a kite. <laughs> mm. Oh man, you be careful out there. You should be driving high. That's right. <laughs> Kick us off. Oh, there's no Florida Popo listening to this, are there? I Ooh. hope not. They might shoot your black ass. Well, whatever you do, don't tell them I'm in the maroon Volvo station wagon. What's Ooh. the license plate? Give us the license plate number. Uh, BRF2. Don't tell them that, though. <laughs> Kick us off, Weeksy Boy. All right. Recently deceased coffee mogul, Renato Violetti, his family plated his ashes inside one of his iconic octagonal aluminum coffee pots. Now, that's what I call dark roast. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. Damn, I thought that shit tasted bitter. (laughs) (laughs) A Las Vegas group of prostitutes has endorsed Hillary Clinton for president and called themselves hookers for Hillary. Now, where in the hell were they when I was running, said Bill Clinton. (laughs) (laughs) I guess to continue that thought, 
former New York Governor Elliot Spitzer is being investigated after allegedly assaulting a woman at the Plaza Hotel. When approached about those allegations, Spitzer said, where the hell are those hookers when I was running? (laughs) 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 You know how you make a salad great? (laughs) And you know how to make a salad great again? How? Throw a cheeseburger on top of it. (laughs) What? <laughs> what? Make your salad great again. <laughs> Throw up cheese on it. <laughs> Texas woman Kristen Howell is accused That's of right. waterboarding her 13 year old son and. Tied a rope around his genitals after he admitted to inappropriately touching the family dog. <laughs> Donald Trump already announced he's considering Christy Howe for Secretary of Defense. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a party I went to once. <laughs> oh, boy. Waterboarding and tying my nuts up. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant the sexual dog activity. Oh, no, 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 no. I like <laughs> you my shit with two shit. legs. <laughs> I like my shit with two legs. <laughs> I, I hope none of my shit had legs. A primary, school, a primary school in England has warned parents to stop smoking weed while dropping off their children. This is the second warning for Tom Fogarty after previously being warned not to have porn stars drop off his kid. Oh, that's right. That's right, that's right, that's right. But, you know, Jen is so nice with them. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep. And Rocco lets them sit on his lap. <laughs> oh, that is not good. That's not a good idea. <laughs> just for you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. A special duet. I said, hello, Ben Cushion. Yes, hello, Ben Cushion. It's so nice to have you back where you belong. You're looking swell, Ben Cushion. I can tell, Ben Cushion. You're still growing. Sing it with me, Ben. And, well, thanks for going strong. You know, I feel the... I, I think it's the room swaying. My brain's trying to send me that message. And the band, the band, I think they're swaying. I really can't tell. Well, shut up, Dan. I sing. Sing. Oh, my God. Yes. 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 Yep, I think I shot my wad on that one, so don't be expecting nothing on no damn gigolo. <laughs> I, I can't tell if you're talking about the jokes or what's actually happening in person down there by the lurkers. <laughs> well, man, hey, I'm scared some bitches off on that one. It might be a long time before I get any. Motherfuckers will flee Orlando Brown, a Batstow Raven, was arrested in California this week for alleged battery and drug possession. Jesus, Orlando Brown. 
I guess he's really fallen since those pirate movies. (laughs) 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 When I'm down in Florida, I tend to get down with Orlando Brown. Oh. Oh. No, he did. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Cannon told People Magazine he is not ready to date after his divorce from Mariah. Hmm. Ooh. Last time that he was a damn gigolo. <laughs> <laughs> with yeah. the gigolo with the pudding and the pop and the... <laughs> <laughs> That's not how it goes. What? Hey, it's just a jiggle with the jello and the pudding and the <laughs> With the jiggle and the jello. Justin Bieber, <laughs> this are weeks, are you booing? Yeah. <laughs> what? Justin... Oh, jeez. <laughs> Justin Bieber this week discussed how He's hidden his Selena Gomez tattoo. However, he still hasn't mastered hiding his cock and butt. That works for me. (laughs) Me too. That works for me. Uh, Xbox 20 frontman Rob Thomas is under fire this week for making racist comments in Australia. However, nobody noticed or gives a fuck because he's in Australia. (laughs) (laughs) He looks like a Muppet head, doesn't he? I love him. Yeah. Me too, but he looks like he could be a Muppet. I never thought that. Like he should be sitting up there with the two old men in the balcony. (laughs) I guess so. I guess so. I never thought about it that way. Yeah. An Uber driver in Michigan reportedly picked up and drops people off in between shooting other people. Well, at least he gives good customer service. Pretty yeah. Good. yeah. <laughs> hey, can I? <laughs> At a town hall in Fairfax, Virginia, Republican presidential candidate John Kasich said that women left their kitchens to elect him to political office back in the day, to which Hillary Clinton said, Governor Kasich is welcome in my kitchen at any time. It'll be at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. You've been served. (laughs) (laughs) That Hillary, she's a spicy little wench. Uh Uh-huh. Megyn Kelly this week praised Tim Allen coming out of the closet as a conservative, to which the actor said, I spent a lot of time around power tools. (laughs) 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 Now that flickered on my thing, and I swear it said OBGYN Kelly. (laughs) 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 Oh, boy. Supreme Court Chief Justice John Roberts on Monday eulogized deceased Justice Antonin Scalia this week as a man for all seasons. Sure, if the seasons are racism, homophobia, and hatred of women. (laughs) 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 
Yep, yeah, that's the trifecta, bitch. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Linda Perry is not too happy. Well, neither was I with Lady Gaga's Oscar nomination. When she heard the news, she said, Hey, hey, hey. Hey, 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 what's going on? Can we we hear a little Ben Carson doing that song, too? Yeah. Oh, no. (laughs) Please. No. No. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. I said, I said, hey. You know? What's going on? Hey. Hey, hey, hey. I said, hey. Hey. What's going on? Hey, take us home, week. Allegedly, Jennifer Aniston is really into this year's first major diet trend, the taco cleanse, which involves eating only tacos for a month. Boy, I'd like to cleanse her taco, if you know what I mean. Moment. 
Fogarty was amazing. All right, so I got to tell you this story before we wrap up, all right? I got to tell you this story. Are you sure you can hear me? I can hear you. Yes, I can hear you. All right, I got to tell you this story. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> for the love of God, last Friday, last Friday, I went to work. And then I, I chaired my AA meeting, and then I um, went to Ross Gallo's birthday party. He was in town um, from L.A., and I went to his birthday party at this place, Houston Hall. And then as I'm walking to the train, I hadn't eaten dinner, and I'm walking to go ride that D home, and I am... Um, Walking by Broadway Lafayette, and I open Grinder, and I uh, I filter out the thing by um, Asian between eighteen and thirty five, and uh, and I start messaging boys, and then one of them, a couple of them invite me out for drinks or whatever, and then one of them, uh, so I'm I'm about to get on the train, have every intention of going home, eating dinner and whatever, going to sleep, and then. Um, this dude is like, uh, we could go to the cock. And <laughs> that is a bar that is exactly like what you would think it would be like. And um, I, I was going back and forth on whether or not to go. And then he's like, why don't you go check it out? So I was like, all right. So then I walk over to the cock, which is on 2nd Avenue. <laughs> and... Um, and the, the kid's like, why don't you check it out? Which was kind of pissing me off that he said that. And he was a good-looking guy. No, you know, no slouch. And um, mm-hmm. and uh, I uh, was like, you want to hook up in a bar? And he was like, why not? And so I guess that idea kind of fascinated me. So then I, I am in, or I walk into the cock. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> And this uh, lady in the front with a British accent was like, oh, it'll be $10. Well, that was totally Irish, but uh, that'll be $10. Uh, my lucky charms. And um, I said, uh, oh, there's a cover, which I didn't realize. So now I'm thinking like, oh, do I uh, pay the cover or whatever uh, or not? And so I walk outside. I said, hold on, I'll be back. I walk outside. I say to this kid, um, hey, there's a $10 cover. Are you all right with that? And he said, I think I'm okay with it. So I pay her the $10 cover. I go in to this bar, and I go to the back to check my coat and bag. And the guy there mm-hmm. says, six, he says $6. So I look in my wallet, and I only have $3. So I was like, Ooh. shit. So then, So this thing is costing me a lot of money. And before I even really get in there. And so I run out of the cock and I go, uh, I have no jacket on. I left my jacket, left my bag with the, these guys. I ran um, to the to the ATM in front, which is out of order. So then I ran down the block to a, a deli uh, and I got cash out there. And then I ran back and it's out for me and I checked my bags and stuff. And, um, and then... Uh, I told, I texted this kid to hurry 
because the cock is kind of a creepy bar and there's a lot of, it's very dark and there's a lot of creepos, you know, lurking, walking around, staring at you. Some weird, short, ugly looking guy kept on staring. Um, and <laughs> then uh, I'm like, hurry to this guy on Grinder, And I don't know his name. It just said the letter N, N as in Nancy. So I don't know what his name was, but let's just call him N since that's what. And so I'm texting N to hurry. And I wind up sitting in front of a door, but I didn't realize it was a door. And then somebody had to get through. This brother had to get through. So he winds up uh, asking me to move temporarily. But then he's like, no, you can sit back down. And so I sit back down. I still don't realize I'm in front of this door. So then this other guy's like, oh, I have to move this. It was the door to the basement, um, which is what, like, everybody on that floor was waiting to go into was the, the, the basement at the cock. And um, <laughs> I, uh, I wind up having to move from that bench that I was on to another one that was uh, – that I, I had no choice but to sit between this kind of – the ugly white guy and this cute Asian guy. And mm-hmm. it was, it was another Gaysian. And, um, then after I'm sitting there, the Asian guy turns to me and goes, did you have to pay to get in? And I, I told him and whatever, and we wound up talking. And eventually I said, yeah, I'm supposed to meet a boy from Grinder here. And he goes, Oh, lucky him. And I was like, yeah, uh, now I wish I wasn't meeting him. And he said, why not? And I said, because you're really cute. And um, and then, so we're talking, and he's like, uh, he's like, are you sure he's coming? And so then I start just kind of panicking. Like, how do I get rid of the first guy that told me to mm-hmm. meet him at the cock? How do I, sh- I got to shake this first guy. So um, I'm like, what do I do? How do I do this? And he's like, are you sure he's coming? And he's being all like, um, touchy feely and whatever, and then I um, wind up uh, writing him on Grinder, saying far away and um, like not really feeling this place. I might go home, and he's like, "No, yeah, I'm almost there." And so I turned to the kid I was with, and I was like, "Oh shit, he's he's almost here," and he was he was like uh, he was like, "Okay," and I was like, "I don't know. Do you want to go downstairs?" Because I figured it'd be you know it's it, it's darker down there. So we go down into the basement and first we're like making out against the bar, but it's really quite light, bright around there. So then we start, I was like, it's darker over there. So then we start making out against the wall and I made sure that I was hidden kind of. And then um, we went to this even darker area and I'm, I'm hiding from the first guy. uh, And because I met this new guy who was like, Gage in 2.0, and um, <laughs> and uh, and so then we go to an area in the bar that's like darker, and I look at this like uh, area, and I was like, "Is that a stage?" And he goes, "That's where people have sex." And I was like, "Oh, okay." Oh God. And um, then the other guy, the first guy, 2.0 sees 1.0 and hides me, kind of. And then I realized that I'm leaning against a door. So then we go through the door um, and we wind up in between the basement and the 
stairs, like the actual basement basement and the stairs going uh, upstairs and outside, which I wish mm-hmm. I'd never, I wish we never checked our bags because then we could have just run outside without seeing the first guy. Um, but we were, uh, so we were in this area and it was pretty cold in there. And I like, I was like, I was tripping on some stuff and I turned on my flash there and it was a, um, a rake and a shovel. Very creepy. And then we uh, find another door and we open that door and it had like all this dilapidated furniture and it was like, looked like you were in John Jamelski's basement in DeWitt, New York in 2002. It just was horrifying. And so he was like, yeah, let's close that. So we closed that door. And then, so he and I are just, we're making out in the, the corridor and I'm, I am so nervous, um, like my legs are shaking, and then he starts uh, going down on me. So he's blowing oh my me, God. my legs are shaking, and, um, and, then, uh, we, and then he at some point he's like, um, can I come over to your place sometime? And I said, please. And then a few minutes later, I'm just thinking like, how, you know, how do I get away from here? And so a few minutes later, I was like, you just want to come <laughs> – come to my place now and he said sure so I said cover me and we walked out of there and uh you know he was like we were holding hands so it looked like weird and I was like hiding my face under my hat and stuff and <laughs> then we we left and um and then he wound up spending the night and uh it was lovely um but uh I really feel bad about the first is maybe like the meanest thing I've ever done. This guy wasted his time. He wasted his money because he had to pay the $10 to get in and stuff. And so the new guy was saying like, Oh, don't, you know, if he's attractive, he'll find someone else or whatever. But, uh, the, the new guy was just, he was so much hotter and he was like, he was, uh, Oh, Oh. And another thing that he said when we initially met was he asked how old I was and, and I told him, and he said, oh, I thought you were, like, 26, which made me like him even better. Um, and he uh, and he was, like, you know, Asian guy with muscles, which is, like, you know, he's, like, taller, kind of, like, I don't know, six feet or something, muscles. That's that's pretty big weakness. So, you know, and, and it was it, it was also kind of a boost of confidence that t- to, like, actually meet, pick someone up in a bar as opposed to online. Um, so I was like, oh yeah, I still got it or whatever. And it was just so hot that I couldn't say no to it, but I still feel bad about the first guy. But the sec, the 2.0 wound up staying over and it was great. Anyway, what do you think about all that? Um, it's a, it's a terrible thing to do, I think, but, uh, but I think, um, you know, and the night ended up well for you. I think you were lucky you didn't get caught. I think I would have been just as nervous, if not more. Uh, but I think it was it was good because uh, you met someone you liked. And is this obvious? Is this going to turn into some kind of relationship, or are you going to meet up with this person later on? Because if it is, then I think it was worth it. I think it was a smart move, actually. And I think it's you know it wasn't really wrong in that aspect. So I think that's great. I'm happy for you. I mean that's 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 good. That's a good thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's you know, I, 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 uh, would it be worth it in your eyes if we just wound up hanging out again without going into an actual relationship? Would that be worth it, or would it only be worth it if it turned into a relationship? That's a very good question. I think, um, 
I think it's worth it regardless if, if it turns out to be a relationship or even a long-term relationship because you, you had a good time that night. You actually, that's, and that's what you were trying to, I think, set out to do that night anyways with a, with a different person. I mean, um, of course, it sucks for that other guy, but and you have a conscience. I mean, you felt bad about it, and, uh, you, know, and uh, you know, obviously uh, you talked about it with the other guy as well, uh, the second uh, agent, and uh, uh, but <laughs> I think... I think I think it's okay. It's fine. I mean, you know, uh, realistically, is, is something arranged through Grinder going to be solid and, and, and solid proof? It, is it, maybe the guy never showed up to sell for, uh, you know, and, and maybe it wasn't really going to be anything. Maybe you guys wanted to hit it off. So I think you took the smarter road. You took the road of, uh, you know, um, you know, kind of immediate gratification in a way, but also something that was more tangible. So I think that's, you know. What are you going to think? A bag with with something in it, or a bag with nothing in it? I think you made the right decision. So uh, I think that was rational. I think that was uh, more logical. But um, uh, <laughs> I, I think you had a good night, right? Did you ha- at least have a good time? You just sounds like you were like a nervous wreck. It, no, I mean I was shaking. I was nervous, and like the 2.0 saw 1.0 at one point. Um, you know, looking for me, and he was texting, "Where are you?" And I was I blocked oh. him on Grinder, and it was very awkward. Um, but I, I, he was like, well, you could block him on Grinder, So I did that and he didn't have my number. So <laughs> does that make it worse? That makes it even worse. Doesn't it? No, I think that's fine. I think that's, you know, it's fine. You you did what you had to do and I think you had a good time. I mean, that's all that really mattered. And you met someone that you liked and he obviously liked you. So, I mean, it was a you know, net positive versus a net, you know, net negative. <laughs> so what? This yes. guy didn't see something. So what? This guy didn't meet with the person he was supposed to meet with. It doesn't, you know, that happens. That happens to everybody. So I'm sure yeah. he'll find somebody else. And like like that other guy said, you know, uh, if, if he's, you know, looking for a real relationship, he'll find someone no matter what. So, you know, so I, I think it's fine. I don't think you should be guilty about it. I think you should actually be pretty happy. I mean, that's a great thing. How many times does that happen? That's not, that doesn't happen very often where you're going to meet somebody and you meet somebody better. I mean, that's, you know, yeah. it's, it's random, too, I think. It's completely random. So, I mean, you know, I would consider myself pretty lucky. That's pretty great. I got to tell you, uh, it was an amazing night. I mean, it was, we had a great time. It was, yeah. we had a fantastic time. And, um, and the only, the only part of it that I regret is, is the first part. But the first guy was the reason I was at that place in the first place, you know? Right, right. <laughs> So he right. kind of got, it, it, guided me to the next guy. It's funny how things happen. I mean, uh, it, it, happened, it happened for a reason. And uh, the, it's just weird that how that things happen. Like, you were supposed to meet this other guy, but then you meet this other guy who's completely uh, nice and you like him. And uh, he's obviously mutually attracted to you. So, I mean, how, how often does that happen? It doesn't happen very often. Uh, so, I mean, it was a good night. It was kind of, you know, weirdly it was meant to be in a way. And then, uh, you know, uh, it if it amounts to something else, that's great. If not, you had a great night. I think, you know, it's better than I having a great night. So I think, uh, unfortunately, that guy had a crappy night. <laughs> what? Unfortunately, that guy had a crappy night. But who, who knows? <laughs> maybe he had a good night. Actually, yeah, you never maybe. know. If he, he might have found somebody, and he might be happier that he didn't meet you, in a way. So, I mean, I hope uh, so. you know, it, I mean, you know, so I, it's just an all matter of uh, relativity, really. So, I think, you know, I would have done exactly what you did. So, I think, yeah. I think you did the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just well, I think you had, a, you had a good time, too. 
Oh, it was I think you punish yourself too much. Don't you think you punish yourself too much? I think you do. No. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't think so. I think I think it might be the opposite. I think I reward myself too much. I think I spend too much time, um, you know, eating too much and and oh. becoming a big fat guy or um, spend a whole weekend watching Netflix instead of doing all this shit that I want to do. And I was actually talking to my therapist about this today, who, by the way, was like, um, he said, after I told him about the bar, he goes, oh, so it really is all about cock. (laughs) (laughs) And he's this, like, 70-year-old white guy. Um, But... He's, I don't know what his race had to do with it, but but uh, he he said uh, I was telling my therapist about that. Like I feel like a lot of the reason that I behave that way, where I want this instant gratification, like with grinder or with um, eating too much or that kind of thing, is because I spend so much time doing stuff that I don't want to be doing. I mean, how many hours a day am I doing stuff that I don't uh, have a, a real interest in? And when that mm-hmm. outweighs the amount of time that I spend, you know, doing stuff I love, um, vastly, like by a lot, then I think that takes a toll on me and I wind up, you know, not allocating other time properly. So there's all this shit that I want to do. Like I want to write a cabaret. I want to I get together a good like 10 minutes of stand-up. I want to do um, – I, I want to work on this show more and, and, you know, get more guests and try and uh, – uh, you know, get. I want to be as productive as Jonathan Demar was when he worked on the show. So it's like I want to do all this shit, uh, and there's so many things I want to do. I wind up doing none of them, and I think part of it's because I reward myself with the instant gratification shit too much. Okay, all right. Well, I I, I see what you're saying, but I mean, we all have to have fun sometimes in our lives, and I think that's the way of uh, unwinding and. Kind of, uh, you know, enjoying life as well and, and not going crazy. I think that's a good thing, too. I mean, we all have things that we want to do beyond what we can in a regular 24-hour day. I mean, but we're not super people, you know. And then you have to have realistic goals sometimes. And, uh, you know, I think just having fun and unwinding and, and kind of treating yourself is a good thing. I think uh, otherwise I'd go crazy. Otherwise, if I didn't have, like, hood rat uh, time with myself and, uh, uh, you know, I, I you know it's, it's different for every for different people. I like to like drive alone sometimes or uh, be alone. And I think it's 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 good that people have that. Otherwise, I think we'd have more crazy people in the world. But um, I, yeah, I know what I know what you're saying. But I think you made the right decision. You have you don't have to be guilty about it at all. And I think letting go of that guilt and uh, you know kind of being blissful in a way. I, I don't think bliss is all that bad. I don't I don't think. Uh, you know, every once in a while, and I think you know we have to kind of be happy, and I think that's good. I think I'm so I'm happy for you that you were happy. So I think that's, that's awesome. Thank you. No good. Uh, no good. Yeah, sure. We'll end on that happy note. And it, what is your favorite scene? <laughs> what is your favorite scene? She's the main man for Jermaine Bain, but Bain's main. My favorite scene is she's the main man for Jermaine the Bain's main. It's got to be this movie that I keep coming back to where Amanda Baines just blows it out of the ballpark. Okay. And, uh, it's, it's a movie called Money Main Ball. And uh, <laughs> there's, a, there's a particular scene where Amanda uh, Baines, who plays the uh, GM of the Oakland Athletics, uh, is talking to uh, her assistant GM of the Oakland Athletics. And it, it goes something like this. 
It's hard not to be romantic about baseball. This kind of thing is fun for the fans. It sells tickets and hot dogs, but it doesn't mean anything. Billy, we just won 20 games in a row. And what's the point? We just got the record. Man, I've been doing this for, listen, man, I've been in this game for a long time. I'm not in it for a record, I'll tell you that. I'm not in it for a ring. That's when people get hurt. If we don't win the last game of the series, they'll dismiss us. But, Billy, I know these guys. I know the way they think, and they will erase us. And everything we've done here, none of us will matter. Any other team wins the World Series, good for them. They're drinking champagne, they get a ring. But if we win on our budget with this team, we will have changed the game forever. And that's what I want. I want it to mean something. And that's my favorite scene to see the main man because you're made a pain man. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, sir. And what's your favorite scene? She's a man man for Jermaine Debain. My favorite scene, she's a man man for Jermaine is in Mine, Brews Mine. Um, And it's, uh, she plays a call of mine, fire mine. And she says, (laughs) she's very good. And she says, I killed a little boy. You keep bringing up a fucking lollipop, man. I know I didn't mean to, but because of the choices I made and the course that I put into action, a little boy isn't here anymore, and he'll never be here again. I mean, here in the world, not here in Belgium, but he'll never be here in Belgium either, will he? I mean, he might have to, he might have wanted to come here when he got older, and I don't fucking know why, and that's all because of me. He's dead because of me, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to get my head around it, but I can't. I will always have killed that little boy. That ain't ever going to go away, ever, unless maybe I go away. There's a, there's a Christmas tree somewhere in London with a bunch of presents underneath it that'll never be open. And I thought, if I survived all of this, I'm gonna, I'd go to that house, apologize to the mother there, and accept whatever punishment she chose for me, prison. Death didn't matter, at least in prison, and at least in death, you know, I wouldn't be in fucking Bruges. But then, like a flash, uh, it came to me, and I realized, fuck, man, maybe that's what the hell I is. The entire rest of eternity spent in fucking Bruges, and I really, really hoped I wouldn't die. I really, really hoped I wouldn't die, and uh, that's my favorite scene. She's the man, 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 bang, bang. Wow. <laughs> I I started I started with uh trying to do uh Colin Farrell's Irish accent and wound up doing a southern accent by the end of that. It was just terrible. Um it sounded better. It sounded better. <laughs> I think I was more connected to the southern. I think I was more connected to the southern accent. Much more so. Um, I like I like it a lot. So I well, now I have to go fix things with Julian. I have to go uh, repent for my grinder sins. And what Uh-oh. a <laughs> well, the Julian thing. I, I actually, you know, I, I mean, it's not. A, it wasn't. It's not like I'm. You know what I mean? I I I know exactly what you mean. I, first <laughs> of all, I don't think Julian was bad. I don't. I think he just wants to be on the show one time or something. But I I. I have reservations about Julian on the show. This and this is my qualm oh. with it. And, you know, oh. and I'm not, you know, I'm not. I I don't know if Julian's good for a, a two man show. I think he's very much a, you know, one man show. I think he's a, 
He likes to talk a lot. He likes to really express his own viewpoints. Um, and I think he's better off on a one-person show. You know, that's not to say that he can be a guest or he can, you know, talk on the show or, you know, I, I'm sure he would love to do a show. Uh, but I, I'm just saying, I just don't think uh, he'd be great on the sh- on a, a two-man show or a three-man show or even being like a guest contributor. I think he's, he should have his own show, really. I don't know why he doesn't do that in the first place. Uh, and there's a lot of people I've met like that that have certain knowledge bases or they want to talk about certain things that, that should have their own show. Like you say, you know, he serves people that have their own show. And I yeah. think Julian would be good. And, uh, you know, to have a, a, to do like a one-time thing and have fun with him, I think he'd be good. But I think he might take up too much time. I think he might be like a Alan Iverson of, uh, you know, a podcast where you're going to just hog everything. Well, um, no good. I, I I think um, well I th- I think that if if it, it, it I have concerns about the three of us. You know, if all yes. three of us are there together, that's it's. I feel like it's going to be a lot of talking over each other, a lot of yes. interruption. You know, um, yes. so that's what I'm kind of concerned about. Uh, so. But it, but that's not why I haven't done it yet. It's just we haven't really, you know, it's, our schedule has been such a uh, right. an odd one so far this year. So, um, but yeah. So if it's if it's him and me sitting here talking to you, right. it's just going to be uh, awkward. I think. Right. I agree with that. Yes. Yes. I, I but think, we'll, um... we'll do it. <laughs> we'll do it once. Yeah. But he wasn't like angry about it. I don't think he was. I think he was just like kind of anxious to do it. I was like, um, but I didn't even bring it up. He brought it up, and uh, I think he was, you know, anxious to do it, excited to do it. I don't, it wasn't angry. It wasn't like get to be apologetic about it. I think uh, he was just like, I want, you know, when am I going to get on the show? That kind of thing. When, when, when am I going to be on the show? You know, come on. <laughs> he was angry. Stop lying. No, he was not angry. He was, I think, maybe he was more angry about you not being there. So it came out as, oh, what am I going to get on this damn show? You know, and, uh, you know. I thought so I, I thought you said, I thought you said he wasn't angry about me not being there, but he was angry about not being on the show. That's what I, that, you know, but <laughs> I overanalyzed things. So I, I think, I don't think it was, he, he didn't bring up that he was angry that you were not there, but he brought up the show immediately. So I thought, to me, uh, in my own analytical way of doing things, I think he was kind of passively trying to say he was disappointed with you by saying he was, you know, talking about the radio show instead. But, you know, you don't have to worry about Jay. I don't think Jay was angry at all. I think Jay was more angry with John Murphy. He was told, he said he was going to be there that day, uh, that night, and then he wasn't even there. Sean Murphy has a child. Right, exactly. No, I, I agree. I agree, <laughs> but I will say this. Even if you have a child and you say you're going to be someplace, to be someplace. I, I mean, you've got a little more leeway. Um, but, uh, mm-hmm. you, know, I, you know, even though I don't have a child. But uh, I think, I think um, you, you, should be, you should be a person of your word, no matter what. And that's yeah. what Julian was talking about last night. I think he was also bad with John Murphy as well. So I think uh, and, and there were more pointed towards John Murphy, I think. He's supposed to be there. But he, John's one of those guys that comes at uh, in odd. He's never there at the right time. He comes at odd hours. You know that's what he does. He's always done. He it. does. He does. And he did that last time. He was like, you know, he just popped up out of nowhere for, 
Yeah. Know, went to uh, micro. I mean, yeah, you're right. You're right. I understand. I, In that weird newsies outfit. Yes, it was very. He was well dressed. Very dapper. Yes. Yes, very dapper. Uh, but yeah, they're all they're all, we're all close, so it's not like you know, not showing up to an event means something. It really, you know, we we all kind of we past that. I mean, I'm kind of disappointed with Jesus, man, when he came back uh, a month or two ago, and he all he did was meet up with Mandrew, and he never told anybody that he was even here. Ah, uh, who cares? I, <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, I don't even I, know what I, you're I, talking I, about. I agree. I agree, but I mean that's offensive. I mean we were, you know, we were, you know, his groomsmen, and we never, he never tells us that when he's coming, and uh, you know, whenever I talk to him, he's always like, "George is great, it's awesome. I'm never coming back." Uh, I mean, you know, come on, you don't have to be like that. You could say, oh, "I'll be back this time," or you know, that kind of thing. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, with him, he always. What's nice about him though is he'll tell me that he's coming into town, and then. We won't do anything about it, and then he <laughs> is not upset about it later, you know? So that's the good thing. Right. Julian is the opposite. Yes, I think Julian, yeah, he takes this kind of, you know, personally. Yeah, I have a friend like that. I think that stuff kind of personally, and it's terrible. It, means it's, it, it creates so many little rifts that uh, you can never fix anything, really. Yeah. Well, but no, um, he's, not, he's not mad. I think he's just, you know. Wants to do the show, and uh, as long as you yeah. fit him in some place, it's cool. He will. He'll do the show. Um, and uh, we'll all be one big happy family. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go edit out the first 10 minutes of this show, and I can, think, <laughs> I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying, if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Hit the brakes, Florence. Somebody owes me a martini. Burgess. Go fuck yourself. Um, um, John Weeks, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Let's hear that again. Friend, by the way, he thought it was the most amazing thing he's ever seen. Ooh, which friend? Uh, Chris Featherman, Too Hot for TV. And he, what, what was his reaction? Oh, he, he was astounded. He was like, how the hell did your friend get this? Secondly, yeah. why is he saying this? And... Uh, he was really impressed that Gilbert Godfrey said that, and he loved the laugh at the end. He loved. He, he was very. He was very, very surprised. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. The the laugh at the end. Well, I think he liked uh, Gilbert Godfrey's uh, laugh. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah. Uh. Well, I. I I did that for you, bro. Stood outside 40 minutes waiting for just that <laughs> moment for you, bro. Thank you, bro. Thank you. I know you're a good kid, great kid. I will always yeah treasure that. That's very nice yeah. of you. I know that that was that's a big thing, man. That you you wait out all, outside for that long for him, and that's what you asked for. I mean, that's a great present. I really yeah appreciate that. Yeah, maybe that's you'll like even a, show a lifetime thing. Yeah. Yeah, you you can have that forever, and maybe you'll I'm gonna maybe try you'll... to get a celebrity. I think that should be our thing. We should try to get a celebrity to say something like that about each other every single time. So now it's my turn. I gotta find a celebrity to say that as well. <laughs> Who's your first choice? Hmm. I was thinking Tom Hanks. <laughs> you're you're aiming real high there. I don't 
think uh, that that's going to happen. That's a little high. That's a little high. I think maybe Bobcat. All right, you're. It's better, but still, I I feel like that's going to be difficult. Is that high? Um, I don't think it's uh, high. I think it's difficult. I, I'm going to try and get Bobcat. I'm going to. That's what I'll do. Either Bobcat or the actor who played Biff in uh, Back to the Future. I'd much rather have Biff Henderson. If you're going to get a Biff, get Biff Henderson, the stage manager from Letterman, instead of Biff Back to the Future. Okay, I'll get Biff uh, Henderson from uh, Letterman. Is he in New York? I'll have to go to New York. Last I saw him, he was on Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, but Kimmel, was he in New York? I think he was in New York that week. Uh, So, yeah, he should be in New York. Yeah, Biff Henderson. All right, I'm going to try to get Biff Henderson. (laughs) All right. (laughs) That's a little more likely because I'm pretty sure he's unemployed now uh, since the (laughs) show ended. Um. But I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying, John Weeks, go fuck yourself. <laughs> and if you have a Barbie doll, what are you going to do with that thing? You're going to bend her over, kick her down a well, throw a penny down the well, make a wish, and you're going to make America great again. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, Weeks. Good night, everybody.